Two of the White Devil by John Webster. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Two, Scene One. Enter Francisco de Medici, Cardinal Montecelso, Marcello, Isabella, young Giovanni, with little Jacques the Moor have you not seen your husband since you arrived not yet sir surely he is wondrous kind if i had such a dove-house as camillo's i would set fire on it were it but to destroy the pole-cats that haunt to it my sweet cousin lord uncle you did promise me a horse and armour that i did my pretty cousin marcello see it fitted my lord the duke is here sister away you must not yet be seen i do beseech you entreat him mildly let not your rough tongue set us at louder variance all my wrongs are freely pardoned and i do not doubt as man to try the precious unicorn's horn make of the powder a preservative circle and in it put a spider so these arms shall charm his poison force it to obeying and keep him chased from an infected straying i wish it may be gone exit isabella as bracciano and flaminio enter void the chamber you are welcome will you sit i pray my lord be you my orator my heart's too full i'll second you anon ere i begin let me entreat your grace forego all passion which may be raised by my free discourse as silent is in the church you may proceed it is a wonder to your noble friends that you having as twere entered the world with a free sceptre in your able hand and having to the use of nature well applied high gifts of learning should in your prime age neglect your awful throne for the soft down of an insatiate bed o oh, my lord the drunkard after all his lavish cups is dry and then is sober so at length when you awake from this lascivious dream repentance then will follow like the sting placed in the adder's tail wretched are princes when fortune blasteth but a petty flower of their unwieldy crowns or ravisheth but one pearl from their sceptre but alas when they to wilful shipwreck lose good fame all princely titles perish with their name you have said my lord enough to give you taste how far i am from flattering your greatness now you that are his second what say you do not like young hawks fetch a course about your game flies fair and for you do not fear it i'll answer you in your own hawking phrase some eagles that should gaze upon the sun seldom soar high but take their lustful ease since they from dunghill birds their prey can seize you know vittoria yes you shift your shirt there when you retire from tennis happily her husband is lord of a poor fortune yet she wears cloth of tissue well, what of this 
Will you urge that, my good lord cardinal, as part of her confession at next shrift, and know from whence it sails? She is your strumpet. Uncivil, sir, there's hemlock in thy breath, and that black slander. Were she a whore of mine, all thy loud cannons and thy borrowed switzers, thy galleys nor thy sworn confederates durst not supplant her. Let's not talk on thunder. Thou hast a wife, our sister. Would I had given both her white hands to death, bound and locked fast in her last winding-sheet, when I gave thee but one. Thou hadst given a soul to God, then. True. Thy ghostly father, with all his absolution, shall ne'er do so by thee. A spit thy poison! I shall not need. Lust carries her sharp whip at her own girdle. Look to it, for our anger is making thunderbolts. Thunder? In faith they are but crackers. We'll end this with the cannon. Thou get not by it but iron in thy wounds, and gunpowder in thy nostrils. Better that than change perfumes for plasters. Pity on thee. T'were good you'd show your slaves or men condemned your new-ploughed forehead. Defiance! And I'll meet thee, even in a thicket of thy ablest men. My lords, you shall not word it any further without a milder limit. Willingly. Have you proclaimed a triumph that you bait a lion thus? My lord! I am tame, I am tame, sir. We send unto the duke for conference about levies gainst the pirates. My lord duke is not at home. We come ourself in person. Still, my lord duke is busied. But we fear when Tiber to each prowling passenger discovers flocks of wild ducks. Then, my lord, bout molting time, I mean, we shall be certain to find you sure enough and speak with you. Ha! A mere tale of a tub. My words are idle. But to express the sonnet by natural reason, when stags grow melancholic, you'll find the season. Enter Giovanni. No more, my lord. Here comes a champion shall end the difference between you both. Your son, the Prince Giovanni. See, my lords, what hopes you store in him. This is a casket for both your crowns, and should be held like dear. Now is he apt for knowledge. Therefore know it is a more direct and even way to train to virtue those of princely blood by examples than by precepts. If by examples, whom should he rather strive to imitate than his own father? Be his pattern, then. Leave him a stock of virtue that may last, should fortune rend his sails and split his mast. Your hand, boy. Growing to a soldier, eh? Give me a pike. What, practicing your pike so young, fair cousin? Suppose me one of Homer's frogs, my lord, tossing my bulrush thus. Pray, sir, tell me, might not a child of good discretion be leader to an army? Yes, cousin, a young prince of good discretion might. Say you so? Indeed, I have heard, tis fit a general should not endanger his own person oft, so that he make a noise when he's a horseback like a dansky drummer. Oh, tis excellent! He need not fight! Methinks his horse as well might lead an army for him. If I live, I'll charge the French foe in the very front of all my troops, the foremost man. What? What? And will not bid my soldiers up and follow, but bid them follow me. 
forward lapwing he flies with the shell on's head pretty cousin the first year uncle that i go to war all prisoners that i take i will set free without their ransom ha without their ransom how then will you reward your soldiers that took those prisoners for you thus my lord i'll marry them to all the wealthy widows that falls that year why then the next year following you'll have no men to go with you to war why then i'll press the women to the war and then the men will follow oh witty prince see a good habit makes a child a man whereas a bad one makes a man a beast come you and i are friends most wishedly like bones which broken sunder and well set knit the more strongly call camillo hither you have received the rumour how count lodowick is turned a pirate yes we are now preparing to fetch him in behold your duchess we now will leave you and expect from you nothing but kind entreaty you have charmed me exeunt francisco monticelso and giovanni enter isabella you are in health we see and above health to see my lord well so i wonder much what amorous whirlwind hurried you to rome devotion my lord devotion is your soul charged with any grievous sin tis burdened with too many and i think the oftener that we cast our reckonings up our sleep will be the sounder take your chamber nay my dear lord i will not have you angry doth not my absence from you now two months merit one kiss i do not use to kiss but if that will dispossess your jealousy i'll swear it to you oh my loved lord i do not come to chide my jealousy i am to learn what that italian means you are as welcome to these longing arms as i to you a virgin oh your breath out upon sweetmeats and continued physic the plague is in them you have oft for those two lips neglected cassia or the natural sweets of the spring violet they are not yet much withered my lord i should be merry these your frowns show in a helmet lovely but on me in such a peaceful interview methinks they are too roughly knit oh dissemblance do you bandy factions against me have you learnt the trick of impudent baseness to complain unto your kindred never my dear lord must i be hunted out or was your trick to meet some amorous gallant here in rome that must supply our discontinuance pray sir burst my heart and in my death turn to your ancient pity though not love because your brother is the corpulent duke that is the great duke Steph, i shall not shortly racket away five hundred crowns at tennis but it shall rest upon record i scorn him like a shaved polack all his reverend wit lies in his wardrobe he's a discreet fellow when he's made up in his robes of state your brother the great duke because has galleys now and then ransacks a turkish flyboat now all the hellish furies take his soul first made this match accursed be the priest that sang the wedding mass and even my issue oh too too far you have cursed your hand i'll kiss this is the latest ceremony of my love henceforth i'll never lie with thee by this 
this wedding ring i'll never lie with thee and this divorce shall be as truly kept as if the judge had doomed it fare you well our sleeps are severed forbid it the sweet union of all things blessed why the saints in heaven will knit their brows at that let not thy love make thee an unbeliever this my vow shall never on my soul be satisfied with my repentance let thy brother rage beyond a horrid tempest or sea-fight my vow is fixed oh my winding sheet now shall i need thee shortly dear my lord let me hear once more what i would not hear never never oh my unkind lord may your sins find mercy as i upon a woeful widowed bed shall pray for you if not to turn your eyes upon your wretched wife and hopeful son yet that in time you'll fix them upon heaven no more go go complain to the great duke no my dear lord you shall have present witness how i'll work peace between you i will make myself the author of your cursed vow i have some cause to do it you have none conceal it i beseech you for the weal of both your dukedoms that you wrought the means of such a separation let the fault remain with my supposed jealousy and think with what a piteous and rent heart i shall perform this sad ensuing part enter francisco flaminio montecelso and camillo well take your course my honourable brother sister this is not well my lord why sister she merits not this welcome welcome say she hath given a sharp welcome are you foolish come dry your tears is this a modest course to better what is not to rail and weep grow to a reconcilement or by heaven i'll ne'er more deal between you sir you shall not no though victoria upon that condition would become honest was your husband loud since we departed by my life sir no i swear by that i do not care to lose are all these ruins of my former beauty laid out for a hoarse triumph do you hear look upon other women with what patience they suffer these slight wrongs and with what justice they study to requite them take that course oh that i were a man or that i had power to execute my apprehended wishes i would whip some with scorpions what turned fury to dig that strumpet's eyes out let her lie some twenty months a-dying to cut off her nose and lips pull out her rotten teeth preserve her flesh like mummia for trophies of my just anger hell to my affliction is mere snow-water by your favour sir brother draw near and my lord cardinal sir let me borrow of you but one kiss henceforth i'll never lie with you by this this wedding ring how ne'er more lie with him and this divorce shall be as truly kept as if in thronged court a thousand ears had heard it and a thousand lawyers hands sealed to the separation ne'er lie with me let not my former dotage make thee an unbeliever this my vow shall never on my soul be satisfied with my repentance manet altamente repostum now by my birth you are a foolish mad and jealous woman you see tis not my seeking 
was this your circle of pure unicorn's horn you said should charm your lord now horns upon thee for jealousy deserves them keep your vow and take your chamber no sir i'll presently to padua i will not stay a minute oh good madam twere best to let her have her humour some half-day's journey will bring down her stomach and then she'll turn in post to see her come to my lord for a dispensation of her rash vow will beget excellent laughter unkindness do thy office poor heart break those are the killing griefs which dare not speak exit camillo's come my lord enter camillo where's the commission tis here give me the signet leading bracciano aside my lord do you mark their whispering i will compound a medicine out of their two heads stronger than garlic deadlier than stibium the cantharides which are scarce seen to stick upon the flesh when they work to the heart shall not do it with more silence or invisible cunning enter doctor about the murder they are sending him to naples but i'll send him to candy here's another property too oh the doctor a poor quack-salving knave my lord one that should have been lashed for his lechery but that he confessed a judgment had an execution laid upon him and so put the whip to a nonplus and was cozened my lord by an arranter knave than myself and made pay all the colourable execution he will shoot pills into a man's guts shall make them have more vintages than a cornet or a lamprey he will poison a kiss and was once minded for his masterpiece because ireland breeds no poison to have prepared a deadly vapour in a spaniard's fart that should have poisoned all dublin oh st anthony's fire your secretary is merry my lord o oh, thou cursed antipathy to nature look his eyes bloodshot like a needle a surgeon stitcheth a wound with let me embrace thee toad and love thee o oh, thou abominable loathsome gargarism that will fetch up lungs lights heart and liver by scruples no more i must employ thee honest doctor you must to padua and by the way use some of your skill for us sir i shall but for camillo he dies this night by such a politic strain men shall suppose him by his own engine slain but for your duchess's death i'll make her sure small mischiefs are by greater made secure remember this you slave when knaves come to preferment they rise as gallows in the low countries upon one another's shoulders exeunt montecelso camillo and francisco come forward here is an emblem nephew pray peruse it twas thrown in at your window at my window here's a stag my lord hath shed his horns and for the loss of them the poor beast weeps the word in open me copia ficit that is plenty of horns hath made him poor of horns what should this mean i'll tell you tis given out you are a cuckold is it given out so i had rather such reports as that my lord should keep within doors have you any children none my lord you are the happier i'll tell you a tale pray my lord 
an old tale upon a time phoebus the god of light or him we call the sun would need to be married the gods gave their consent and mercury was sent to voice it to the general world but what a piteous cry there straight arose amongst smiths and felt-makers brewers and cooks reapers and butter-women amongst fishmongers and thousand other trades which are annoyed by his excessive heat twas lamentable they came to jupiter all in a sweat and do forbid the bands a great fat cook was made their speaker who entreats of jove that phoebus might be gelded for if now when there was but one sun so many men were like to perish by his violent heat what should they do if he were married and should beget more and those children make fireworks like their father so say i only i apply it to your wife her issue should not providence prevent it would make both nature time and man repent it look you cousin go change the air for shame see if your absence will blast your cornucopia marcello is chosen with you joint commissioner for the relieving our italian coast from pirates i am much honoured in it but sir ere i return the stag's horns may be sprouted greater than those are shed do not fear it i'll be your ranger you must watch it in the nights thence the most danger farewell good marcello all the best fortunes of a soldier's wish bring you a shipboard were i not best now i'm turned soldier ere that i leave my wife sell all she hath and then take leave of her i expect good from you your parting is so merry merry my lord ah the captain's humour right i'm resolved to be drunk this night exeunt so twas well fitted now shall we discern how his wished absence will give violent way to duke bracciano's lust why that was it to what scorned purpose else should we make choice of him for a sea-captain and besides count lodovic which was rumoured for a pirate is now in padua is it true most certain i have letters from him which are suppliant to work his quick repeal from banishment he means to address himself for pension unto our sister duchess oh twas well we shall not want his absence past six days i fain would have the duke bracciano run into notorious scandal for there's not in such cursed dotage to repair his name only the deep sense of some deathless shame it may be objected i am dishonourable to play thus with my kinsman but i answer for my revenge i'd take a brother's life that being wronged durst not avenge himself come to observe this strumpet curse of greatness sure he'll not leave her there's small pity in it like mistletoe on sere elms spent by weather let him cleave to her and both rot together exeunt scene two enter bracciano with one in the habit of a conjurer now sir i claim your promise 
tis dead midnight the time prefixed to show me by your art how the intended murder of camillo and our loathed duchess grow to action you have won me by your bounty to a deed i do not often practise some there are which by sophistic tricks aspire that name which i would gladly lose of necromancer as some that used to juggle upon cards seeming to conjure when indeed they cheat others that raise up their confederate spirits bout windmills and endanger their own necks for making of a squib and some there are will keep a kirtle to show juggling tricks and give out tis a spirit besides these such a whole ream of almanac makers figure flingers fellows indeed that live only by stealth since they do merely lie about stolen goods they'd make men think the devil were fast and loose with speaking fustian latin pray sit down put on this nightcap sir tis charmed and now i'll show you by my strong commanding art the circumstance that breaks your duchess heart a dumb show enter suspiciously julio and cristofero they draw a curtain where branciano's picture is they put on spectacles of glass which cover their eyes and noses and then burn perfumes before the picture and wash the lips of the picture that done quenching the fire and putting off their spectacles they depart laughing enter isabella in her nightgown as to bedward with lights after her count novitico giovanni guidantonio and others waiting on her she kneels down as to prayers then draws the curtain of the picture does three reverences to it and kisses it thrice she faints and will not suffer them to come near it dies sorrow expressed in giovanni and in count lodovico she is conveyed out solemnly excellent then she's dead she is poisoned by the fumed picture twas her custom nightly before she went to bed to go and visit your picture and to feed her eyes and lips on the dead shadow dr julio observing this infects it with an oil and other poisoned stuff which presently did suffocate her spirits methought i saw count lodowick there he was and by my art i find he did most passionately dote upon your duchess now turn another way and view camelo's far more politic fate strike louder music from this charmed ground to yield as fits the act a tragic sound second dumb show enter flaminio marcello camillo with four more as captains they drink healths and dance a vaulting horse is brought into the room marcello and two more whispered out of the room while flaminio and camillo strip themselves into their shirts as to vault compliment who shall begin as camillo is about to vault flaminio pitcheth him upon his neck and with the help of the rest rise his neck about seems to see if it be broke and lays him full the double as twere under the horse makes show to call for help marcello comes in laments sends for the cardinal and duke who come forth with armed men wonders at the act commands the body to be carried home apprehends flaminio marcello and the rest and go as twere to apprehend vittoria twas quaintly done but 
yet each circumstance i taste not fully oh twas most apparent you saw them enter charged with their deep healths to their boon voyage and to second that flaminio calls to have a vaulting horse maintain their sport the virtuous marcello is innocently plotted forth the room whilst your eye saw the rest and can inform you the engine of all it seems marcello and flaminio are both committed yes you saw them guarded and now they are come with purpose to apprehend your mistress fair vittoria we are now beneath her roof to a fit we instantly make out by some back postern noble friend you bind me ever to you this shall stand as the firm seal and exit to my hand it shall enforce a payment exit branciano sir i thank you both flowers and weeds spring when the sun is warm and great men do great good or else great harm exit in of act two